about yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Thank you ever so much for downloading the podcast. Coming up, technology stabs us in the back once again when we try to protect the identity of a caller whose name we had changed to Zangief, a touching tribute to the popular 1990s video game Street Fighter 2. Ah, the Russian wrestler, of course, yeah, known as the Red Cyclone. Oh, really? That's a nice little Street Fighter fact for you there. Um, So whenever we don't want to disclose someone's identity, we do change the name to a character from Street Fighter. Mm -hmm. Um, Coming up in the new year, we're going to be talking to uh, Blanka, Dal Sim, and, of course, Ken, hoping that the person's actual name isn't Ken. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we tried to change their voice as well. All did not go according to plan, as you'll discover. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Where we continue to use Home Alone in place of the much-beloved Jurassic Park that we've been using in this talk a bit all year long. Just as a little nod to the festive season. That's nice. Uh, Good morning, Matt Dyson. Hello. Good morning, Emma Jones. Morning. Good morning, Glenn Moore. Good morning. Good morning, producers Mark and Claire. Good morning. Um... You know, they say you, were, on average, will eat eight spiders in your own uh, lifetime. In your sleep, yeah. Whilst you're asleep. Just one of them, yeah. Allegedly. That's it. So uh, here's the brand new one. No. <laughs> um, I wonder if the, there's a count on how many times you'll use your own name whilst wanting to say hello to somebody else. I hope uh, there's a limit on that because yeah. it's happening quite a lot. And I hope that your brain just then stops doing it. Right. Again, this morning, I got into the cab and the guy in the who picks me up in the morning, the lovely Paul... And I was listening to this. Yeah. I got into the cab, I shut the door and I went, hello, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, right. And then producer Mark said that when he met um, the, the star of Pointless, Richard Osman, yeah. uh, he said when he met him, he, he went up to him and he said, uh, hello, Mark, I'm Richard. <laughs> to which Richard Osman replied, no, I think you must be Mark. Wow. <laughs> hello, Mark, I'm Richard. Yeah. Um, so will there be, is there a time limit on those? Well, I stopped I calling people. I don't think I've ever done it. Have you ever called the teacher mum or any of that oh, stuff? Oh, yeah, well, I did that at school, yeah. Did you do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, see, I never did that. Did that. I didn't once. do that. But my mum was also a teacher, not at the school, but oh, right, okay. in general. So maybe that makes it more likely. I don't know, but it was so embarrassing when you put your hand up and said mum by accident. <laughs> yeah. It was the most embarrassing thing you could some, do at, some at people, primary school. Some people would make that their whole horrifying backstory on first dates. <laughs> really? <laughs> you can imagine the cutaways, can't you, of just yeah. one the other person on the date just nodding. Sad then, piano music. Yeah. Then it cuts to that bit where they do the talking head going, well, it was when I put my hand up. In, <laughs> I was only 11. And I said, Mum. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, it's just dog me. And that's probably why I haven't been I've dating. I've never got over it. I've never yeah. got over it. And I don't think I've ever properly loved. And it's like, well, we haven't even got to the pudding yet. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, have you, ever met, have you ever seen someone and gone, all right, Emma, even I, though that... I've never done that. I did do the mum teacher thing, though. You did the mum teacher Yeah, it was mortifying. Ma- I mean, Glenn, have you done it? Everyone's done it. It's horrible, isn't it? Glenn, have you done that? No, I'm. I'm still... I don't know why. There's a person I work with occasionally who's... I, I don't know why, but I always... am seconds away from accidentally calling him dad, and I don't know why. <laughs> hey, he in no way I resembles my dad. He's... No idea, but there have been two occasions in the last two years where I've had to catch myself because ni- his name doesn't sound anything like dad. He doesn't even share a name with my dad. Yeah. Nothing like that. And it's, wow. it's so... It's awful. And I cringe with the thought that in a few years' time it probably will happen. Um, let me ask you all this as well, and please do get involved. This is an open shop, 8, 12, 15. Um, I'm not very good at retaining people's names. Once I've got someone's name and it latches on, 
Um, yeah. I, I'm totally in with that, and I'll come up with kind of elongated versions and shortened versions, and I love a person's oh, name. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and because of my South London accent, I have been able in the past to get away with saying, all right, mate, and it just sounds quite natural. Yes, I'm not like, yeah, oh, yeah. Dave doesn't know my name yet. Um, but can you get away with just mumbling someone's name under your breath, just saying any word <laughs> and hoping that they will think you're saying their words? You know, right, yeah. <laughs> Even though their name's Mark. I don't think you right, need to job. use it if you're not sure. Just be like, just hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. You. You. You again. <laughs> you again. Okay, this is all this is all good tips. Thank you very much indeed. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Dave, I introduced my new girlfriend to an assembled uh, bunch of colleagues at a military black tie event by my ex-wife's name, Marie. Ooh. She was not impressed, and that's from Eric in Scotland. Oh, dear. Wow. You have to be so careful. When you come out of a long-term relationship yeah. and you eventually, hopefully, find love again, and you yeah, go, you tough. have to be so, so careful. It is hard. And it's not in conversation or even introducing her to somebody, uh, Eric, like, unfortunately, happened to you, but it's just like yelling up the stairs or down oh, the God, stairs. Oh, that's worse. Or, yeah. Make it sound like they're in the house. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? doing here? <laughs> You'd have to do that to cover the blank <laughs> and, then, and then shut the front door. Yeah, Leave you. me alone. We're finished. <laughs> but, you know, just to like reminding someone that a programme started or something, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I oh, wow. That's a good way of getting out of that, Glenn, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been calling my next-door neighbour Jason for three years. Uh, I only found out last week his name is Miles. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> That's good of Miles not to say anything after yeah. all these years, isn't it? Um, thank you for uh, sending those in to us. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Look, if your first thoughts... Claire got in touch saying, My first thoughts, I should have handed in my cool badge yesterday. My friend asked me if I wanted to see her new bathroom. All great, shiny and new, until I found myself lovingly stroking her bathroom tiles, whispering... Beautiful mastic. <laughs> Beautiful mastic. Such wow. great lines. Oh. <laughs> Give me a call badge, Claire. Well, I never. It's a day overdue. You've been walking around with that for nearly 24 hours. <laughs> Hand it in. Uh, Matt, what's wow. your first thought this morning? I woke up thinking about the the childlike joy of sliding up and down in an empty bath. Now, this is something I'd completely forgotten about. This Hang on. When my... <laughs> Seven-year-old daughter Bess. Now, whenever we finish the bath, she uh, she lets all the water run out, and then when it's still slightly wet, she pushes herself back and forwards in the bath. Oh, and that took me that. right. And I hadn't thought about that no. for thirty-five years, probably. And I used to do that all the time, and it was such a great fun game in an empty bath. Did you used to wear um, your own pants on your head when you were in the bath? Uh, what? Was that, just my, was that my little <laughs> sister? There's also pictures of my sister with her knickers on her head, uh, holding yeah. her hair in. I don't know whether that was. Oh a thing. right, in the bath. Yeah, in the bath, to yeah. try and keep the hair dry. Like a shower yeah. cap. It's like a sh- yeah, yeah, a makeshift shower cap. Mm. She was like, "Get out! I'm getting ready to go." No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I want to try it myself, but I think I might be too big for the bath. Yeah, well, well, the only way you could possibly do it is, I suppose, drain a swimming pool somewhere. Yeah, what are you saying? Is anyone? <laughs> No, no, as an adult. Anything big enough. No, as an adult. Yes, drain a big uh, swimming pool. Is there anyone listening who owns a swimming pool who is happy to drain it and have Matt Dyson pop round one (laughs) afternoon and just push himself from one end to the other? With some pants on my head, please. (laughs) We'll sort that out in the new year. That's a lovely first thought, and you're right, that does take you right back. Um, Emma Jones, what was your first thought this morning? I thought, do parents really suck their baby's snot? Oh, what? Oh, it's a big question. Yeah. They do, is the answer. I I saw that tool on the um, Discover page on Instagram. Someone wrote, oh, I never thought I'd use one of these, but actually it's really useful. And I thought... Yeah, we we have one. 
we yeah we have one, but apparently we've got the wrong one. Yeah, we've got the one that's got the little kind of. Yeah, I have like the little pipette one. Pipette it never one, works at all. That never works. Do you, you really suck it annoying. into your mouth? There's one where you put no, kind of I've like a, 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 the whole thing over the baby's nose, and you actually control yeah. it by sucking the snot through a straw. But it doesn't but go into your mouth. No, there's like a little counter <laughs> lever <sighs> valve. Some thing. parents, some parents don't even use uh, a, a device. They no. just go straight in. With the mouth? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Oh. But you, have, you, you cover the whole of the nose. It's, it's the only fine. way I'm going to do it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. It's it fine. is fine. It's, it's the only way yeah. to do it. It's oh, proper, no. proper parenting, oh, I call oh, that. Never. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, I've been a parent two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Glenn, what was your first thought this morning? Um, am I going to get jealous of my parents' dogs? Oh. Because I, so I'm going home in a few days for Christmas. Lovely. Back to my parents' house. And every year, I don't know why, just get a bit envious of my parents' dogs and how they're sort of treated over Christmas. Whoa. But But also just the, the fact that they'll... I don't, this is so childish. But they'll always show me, like, some tricks that the dog can do. Like, oh, now the dog can sort of shake hands. And I always go, God, isn't she so clever? And I always sort of sit there thinking... I can do that. <laughs> I never got I'm on that. A national I never got that. Show I never got that praise. I was nominated for the award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but they never. It, uh, when I, you know, if I shook hands with a relative, they'd never sort of go, oh, "Look at him, look at Glenn." Tell a joke, man. <laughs> well, yes, no. Glenn did perform at the London Palladium this year, but look at what little Betsy's doing. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. kind did of? Did you just guess that, by the way? <laughs> what Betsy? Yeah. That's the name of the dog. What? I'm in the zone. Yeah. Admittedly, I'm calling everybody Dave today. Yeah. <laughs> but at least wow. my uh, mind reading skills. Is, is your dog. Is it, what is Betsy doing? What do you. What, like, what's. What, what, what oh, she's at work at the moment. But she's <laughs> yeah, she's driving I'm, home for Christmas yeah. tomorrow, though. But what kind of thing is Betsy doing that, that deserves special recognition from oh, your parents? Oh, sit down. That sit it's down. that. Oh, it's, it, it, at best, yeah. it's that. So it's Britain's got talent level. And she can kind of shake hands if you manually grab her paw and lift yeah. it up. But, like, it's like you've got to do a lot of the heavy lifting. <laughs> Not too much. Right. Yeah. Okay. But apparently, it's very clever. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Dave, my first thought was how fast would I have to run for my smartphone to go into I'm driving mode. Oh, oh, yeah. Good point. That's what it does now, doesn't it? When you get in the car and start driving, it switches off. It's the satellites, isn't it? And some phones. Anyway, certainly. But yeah, I'd say you'd have to go at least over five miles per hour. That's a rough guess. My mum and dad's landline, which they've had for years, it's one of those you can walk about with it type landline Ooh, phones. Yeah. Um, they're still in the landline vibe. Yeah. You know, know the number <laughs> off by heart, etc. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, um, yes. It wasn't until my three-year-old niece Penny picked it up and just started mashing at the keys and throwing it around the room that they now have caller ID. Oh. Wow. <laughs> they never had before. Oh, wow. Great. <laughs> so it was really weird. I, my dad picked up a phone, he went, hello, number one son, and I went, well, you never do that, because uh, you always pick up the hello. In case it's, you know, someone going, Hi, this is Brittany Sanderson. Have you had an accident in a supermarket? Yeah. Yeah. So, hello. And I went, How do you know? He went, Penny's been playing with a phone. Oh, would have really hurtful if he'd just been greeting everyone with number one son. Yeah. <laughs> How could you? Yeah. <laughs> and I put the knickers on my head as well. <laughs> um, hi, folks. My first thought of the day was one more day to Christmas shutdown. One more day to Christmas shutdown. Hip, hip, hooray. I'm off for two weeks. I can do this. And that's from Ian in Who in Kent. Ooh. So, yeah, tomorrow's our final show it of is. 2018. Christmas shutdown. 
as he calls it. Until, of course, we uh, come back into the studios on Christmas Day. Oh, yes, for Where we're going to be doing the Dave Berry Christmas lunch show. Yeah, um, that's what it's called, yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I just came up lunch. with that. <laughs> Can we call it that, producer Mark? Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> Why not? Uh, so we'll be on between one and four, and yeah. uh, Josh Widdicombe's going to be joining us. I know yeah, that you know and love Josh very much. Yeah, we'll all be in at some point. Won't and you? the Queen, she's going to pop in after her. <laughs> the Queen's going to... Well, actually, yeah, the we, message is at three. She's coming in for that. Yeah. We wow. have an alternative 3pm by one of the most notorious human beings on planet Earth. That's what we've got planned. And you two, well, you've got to pop round for a special Beat the Intro. We're going to do our best. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's going to be happening here on Absolute Radio on Christmas Day. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. I want to spend a little bit of time discussing the humble remote control. We have touched on uh, your favourite stain before. We've touched on your unused door keys. And headed into the festive period, I think we should exchange some stories uh, about the remote control. Um, Do you have a specific name for it? Uh, Philosophical question... Who is in control of the controller? Uh, yeah. Lost, mm. found. Um, that's the kind of stuff we're after at 8, 12, 15. But it gives me great pleasure to say you're already getting in touch and we will get to as many of your correspondence as we possibly can, as always. But we have on our hands here, thanks to two separate listeners, mm. an ODOF. Yeah. A television remote control ODOF. So here we go. And this came in from the Waits Monkey in Herne Bay, who says Merry Christmas, right back at your Waits Monkey. He says he wrote this in the shower. Wants to make that perfectly clear. Here we go. Remote control, remote control. Where is it that you do go? Down the sofa or under the chair or tucked in to Mr Berry's underwear? Arguments are had over your control. You're central to the important Christmas role. A cathode ray away in a manger. You're a sign of Christmas. Danger. Oh. Fine work. Fine, fine work. Uh, and Matt, we have another ode um, from yeah, uh, Matt weirdly. driving in Bedfordshire. Yeah, two poems sent in Thanks, within, Matt. within the space of a minute. Um, Matt's ode goes like this Oh, little remote, where did you go? Oh. I have looked up high, I have searched down low. The buttons don't work, you've given me no choice. We're stuck with the Christmas repeats of the voice. <laughs> <laughs> so they are our two remote control odes. Well, we're going to be judging a poetry competition at quarter past <laughs> seven in the morning, basically. Um, Emma Jones, which did you prefer out of the two, the Waits Monkey or Matt in Bedfordshire? I preferred the rhyming pattern of um, Matt's poem, the second one. Oh. The second one for the rhyming pattern, Glenn. I'm going to go for Waits Monkey. You're going to go for Waits Monkey, which means the deciding vote goes down to producer Claire. The Waits Monkey or Matt in Bedfordshire? The Waits Monkey. The Waits oh. Monkey, congratulations. You've won the first ever poetry competition on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. <laughs> What's that, first ever? Yeah, we're going to do loads more of those. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Currently discussing all things remote control. We got so swept up in the poetry competition and the fact that um, one of the songs was in the wrong place that we forgot to tell you why. <laughs> why are we even talking about <laughs> Why this? we want to talk about remote control. <laughs> yeah. We've been doing uh, it for yes. half an hour with no reason, but you guys have still got involved with style and class, <laughs> and that's why we love you all so, so much. Um, my remote control stopped working, uh, uh, my SkyQ remote, so I could do most of the things except for turn on and off the TV and control the volume, uh, which means... Right, I yeah. had to get out You've the remote control that controls
controls the TV, so then I had double remotes. Right. And while I had the two remotes, I was thinking, I remember once that my mum and dad bought a, a something, a contraption, which I thought was the coolest thing in the world, called One for All Four. Oh, yeah. And it was, your, it was your hi-fi system. Oh, yeah. VHS player, DVD all. player and TV all in one no remote. No matter what brand they were, it worked them all. You it was, would it was, them a, all it was groundbreaking at the time, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was the size of a dinner plate, but it was just an amazing <laughs> piece of technology. My mate Barry at school, his dad used to tape them together. He, tra- he got, like, two or three remote controls, put them back to back and then just put gaffer tape around them. Oh. And <laughs> I, was, well, I was seriously impressed by that. Whereas nowadays, after producer Mark instructed me to, I went to like settings on the on yeah. the Sky Q box, and it just said, "Would you like us to?" It just said, "It would you like me to allow you to control the volume and turn the TV on off with this remote?" And I went, "Yes." yes. <laughs> <laughs> and now it does. Great. Brilliant. <laughs> no gaffer tape involved. That horrible, unsettling feeling where you're in someone's house or you're in a, I don't know, you could be in a rented place, whatever, and you pick up the remote control and um, they've used a bit of gaffer tape to hold the batteries in at the back because oh, yeah. the flap's gone missing. Yeah, and it's yeah. become gummy around the edges oh, with you. So it's oh, just in your, like yeah. a holiday home, you know, yeah, and you're just yeah. there and it's gummy. You always wanted home. one of those uh, the digital watches that was a remote control oh, as well, didn't you? They so, don't exist, do they? They did, they, they did exist, yeah, and you'd wanted it. So when you're watching how we used to live at school, you could, like, turn the channel over yeah. to mess with the teacher's head. Like like hieroglyphics, Glenn, I'm with you, but I've seen pictures etched yeah. into walls of people in the 80s wearing them. It's, yeah. It was amazing, it really was. Uh, we have another O to the remote control. Control. Shall we, uh, really? shall we do? This has come from the lab warehouse man. <clears throat> I have a remote for my telly. I rest it on my belly. When it goes beep, I think of wet sheep and eating wobbly jelly. Uh, this should be read in the voice of Richard Burton, so I think we'll all agree I've absolutely nailed that mm, one for yeah. you, lab warehouse man. Uh, wow. But what do you call the remote control? That's a big question, isn't it? The debate is raging on Twitter. The turnoverer, says Marcus. The plonker, says Tom. The machine, from Kevin. Uh, remote, says Dean Breeze. Discussion over. To be fair, I do go... I, I'm on the side of the remote myself, but to be honest. Tommy French goes with the clicker the doofer says Andrew the thing says Pete while making button pressing gestures with your fingers <laughs> where's the thing where's the thing but a lot of people saying doofer as well that's a very popular one well there we go half an hour of the show dedicated to the humble television remote control thank you all for getting in touch the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio and Fat Panda's got in touch good morning Fat Panda saying in the days before the television remote control my dad would shout me down with real urgency from my attic bedroom I'd come all the way down to the front room and he'd just ask me to turn the TV over <laughs> <laughs> oh yes that's lovely that's classic dad bands love is. it uh, keep them coming 8, 12, 15 but right now as billed it's time for Matt Dyson and Social Ammo Yes. So what um, we got, Matt? Well, you've probably seen the Kevin McAllister thing using his Google smart speaker to recreate Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin himself has tweeted about it, um, suggesting that uh, if you wanted to know what it looked like, then you should look at this advert for Google, where they is modern-day uh, Macaulay Culkin playing the part of Kevin McAllister using his smart speaker to do all these little tricks. So it's basically the same house, the same set, the same everything yeah. as the, the Christmas classic Home Alone, yeah. but they've got an adult... 
Um, Macaulay Roy Culkin. Culkin in there. And instead of doing the things he had to be a little bit, you know, of a genius with as a small child, yeah, he yeah. can now make Google do it. Yeah, like kids, the, the people are dancing around his living room on one of those vacuum cleaners that works itself, those robotic yeah. vacuum cleaners. It's because as, as a kid in Home Alone, he's only alone because obviously his, his parents went on holiday without him. Whereas as an adult, it just implies he hasn't got any friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he just wants to be on his own at Christmas. Yeah. It's becoming more and more appealing as the years go trundling <laughs> yeah, by, Glenn, I'm well, not going to lie. It, yeah. But, you know, the thing with it is, is that, you know, it, so it could be sacrilegious and some people think it's a bit a bit odd, but it's nice to see McCoy Culkin looking well. That's true. Because he looks, looks good in, in it. In and there's place, some nice yeah. little jokes in it where he does the aftershave thing and yeah. he says, order more aftershave. Order more brutes. And he's jumping yeah. on the bed and he kind of gets a pang in his lower back because obviously he's older now. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. Quite, it's, it's nice. It's a very Heartwarming for that reason. Yes, it's good, it's good. Uh, there's also the uh, deer poacher who's been sentenced in America to oh, don't watching do this. the Disney film <laughs> don't do, Bambi don't over and over again. This. Seriously. Uh, oh. So he's been he's been told by a judge that he has to go to prison and yes. uh, view the Walt Disney movie Bambi uh, yeah. with the first viewing on the 23rd of December and then at least once a month for the whole of his year in prison. The most amazing thing is, though, this guy's name... <laughs> Missouri Hunter David Barry Jr. Nice. <laughs> yes. wow. So David Barry has been, is this hor- horrible deer poacher. Yeah. He's been sent to prison in America. His dad Dave Barry Senior was also, <laughs> was also arrested as part of the operation. Two Dave Berries in Missouri going around causing havoc. One of them is now in prison and has to watch Bambi at least once a month for the whole of his time it's in awful. prison. I can't, you know, I, I hate animal cruelty and I can't believe that members of my family would do that. And I've got to go and visit him in prison at Christmas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, having oh. your name all over Sky News is never a good thing <laughs> oh, yeah. when it's linked to that story, yeah. but we've had that this Maybe week. you can watch Bambi with him, it'll be nice. And then the other thing, this is from your... Instagram. I think you found this and shared it on our WhatsApp group, Dave. Uh, it just says, it's a little a slide that's been sent around, shared around by lots of people, saying someone just said, if you want to say Spice Girls in a Scottish accent, all you have to do is say Space Ghettos in an American accent. Now, as you say, I posted this <laughs> on Dave <laughs> underscore Berry underscore Insta, and it's had an incredible response. Uh, the comments underneath, people saying, I'm Scottish, and I tried this, and I sounded even more Scottish. <laughs> Uh, producer Mark's going to get his Scottish wife Emma to give this a go a little later but we should do it around the room uh, Emma you've just got to say uh, space ghettos in your best American accent to sound like you're saying spice girls in a Scottish accent space ghettos yes it sounds like it Glenn? east coast yeah. space ghettos <laughs> it's amazing wow go on Matt uh, space ghettos space ghettos it does, it does. work. It does works. it work? Yeah, it works yeah. every time. Uh, could the listeners in Scotland let us know? Is it working? 8, 12, 15. Uh, coming up next, well, I'm so excited to be paying you this, it's the Space Ghettles on Absolute Radio. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So someone has posted, and I've shared this on my Instagram, that if you want to say Spice Girls in a Scottish accent, you just say Space Ghettos in an American one. Space Ghettos. Space, <laughs> no, Space Space Ghettos. Space Ghettos. Lots of people saying that I sound like Lorraine <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Lorraine. Um, so we asked uh, our listeners who are Scottish, are we nailing this? Space Ghettos. 8, 12, 15. <laughs> it works! In Edinburgh and entertaining myself with this for 10 minutes yesterday, says Rich. What? No, no, no. Please stop. It sounds nothing like a Scottish accent. That's from our beloved Mick in Greenock. 
No, from Declan in Glasgow, um, <laughs> and more Lorraine Kelly stuff. It works as well as Christopher Lambert's accent in Highlander. And that's from Bobby in Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very good. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's time once again to save someone's Christmas. Thus far on the show, um, Kirsty asked if I could buy five elf costumes in different sizes so the whole family, from the children to Nana, could all be dressed as elves this festive period. And you made it happen, didn't you? Made it happen. Uh, made it happen. We had um, Ellie the elephant. We um, got her back with her beloved owner, five-year-old Jack, yeah. just in time for Christmas. Yesterday, Sophie wanted to, us to send a load of uh, different underwear to her fiancé, Gary. We made oh, that yes. happen. Oh, yeah. And now it is time to say yet another Christmas and this morning well we have somebody who is going to propose <coughs> they have asked father's permission they have oh. bought the ring they need a in this email that we received uh, it did say at this point I bet you think we'll ask you to pay for the ring but he's not going to do uh, that yeah. um, so yeah. we're going to find out how we can save his Christmas now because he's planning on proposing we have changed his name oh. uh, and as you know whenever we change a listener's name to protect their identity we choose a character from the legendary video game Street Fighter 2 mm. so please welcome to the show online one Zangief good morning Zangief <laughs> Good morning, Mr. Barry. Oh, oh yes, we've also changed Zangief's <laughs> voice uh, yes, as well. Yeah. Um, how are you doing today, Zangief? I'm very well, thank you. Yourself? Yes, very well, thank you for asking. Uh, we're having a lovely time here on the show in the run-up to Christmas, particularly with this little feature. It's nice to, to put a little something back, isn't it, man? Mm, it is, yeah. Um, so you are going to be proposing. You've got the perfect ring and you asked the father's permission. How was that? I, I found it very nerve-wracking when I asked Mum yeah. and Dad for Sarah Jane's hand in marriage. It was, it was nerve-wracking. Um, but lucky enough, because I think with the idea, so... Yeah. OK, I didn't quite get what Zangief. I think we may have changed Zangief's voice too much to the point where you can't understand it. We're mixed with a bad reception on the phone. It's not working too well. It's just me talking to someone and then they're replying going... <laughs> yeah, it sounds like every phone call you get in a 1960s cartoon. <laughs> where grandma is like... Yeah. <laughs> it's Pepe Le Pew on line one, right? <laughs> <laughs> OK, Zangief. Um, so you've got the ring sorted. We're really pleased for you. How can we save your Christmas? How can we make it even better? I forgot to do the food shopping. You'd like us to buy your food shopping? <laughs> you got to translate for Zangief. <laughs> 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 You'd like us to buy your food shopping. It's the strangest not to do this in the world. <laughs> if your voice is eight octaves above normal, I can hear what you're saying. Pass it on. What's that, Zangief? You need a food shop? <laughs> Timmy's fallen down the well. Look, Matthew Corbett. <laughs> um, Zangief, uh, you want us to help you with your Christmas food shop? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. 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 He said yes. That's it. Yes. Just yes. say yes or no. Okay. That's probably easiest. <laughs> 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 you break this down. What's this got to do with the proposal? <laughs> you need to get a big food shop in before you propose. Is that what it is? No, for Christmas. Oh, right, OK. No oh. for Christmas. Right, OK. <laughs> um, OK, so you've got all of that stuff sorted, but what you haven't got is the food, and everyone wants to have a nice banquet uh, okay, on their table at Christmas. That's what yes, Zangief's hoping, right. hoping we can help with. Well, do you know what, Zangief? Um, it would be our great pleasure to buy your Christmas dinner for you. Um, off air, we'll take your order, we'll get a whole load of things that you want to adorn your table, and that'll be our pleasure. 
Thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed, Zangief, for one of the surrealist moments of radio that I've ever involved in. Wishing you and yours a Merry Christmas and good luck with the proposal. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. There's been a liberal sprinkling of your odes to, your stories of, and what you name the humble television remote control, because as we head into the festive period, it becomes many of our best friends. Um, Dave, in the early days of the TV remote, whilst visiting a friend of my father's, he fooled me into believing that knocking on the wall changed the channels. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's classic dad bants, and that's from Philip in Guildford. Thank you very much indeed, Philip. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Good morning. Coming up momentarily, Matt Dyson describing lingerie in slow motion, but first, an apology. I am fully aware that just six or seven minutes ago I said classic dad bants. <laughs> please know that I'm fully aware this is unacceptable, uh, and please find it in your hearts to forgive me. I promise you that will never happen again, and I would quite like us all to forget it ever happened and just move on. Well, Ofcom have launched an investigation. That seems only fair. Yeah. That's why that body exists. Um, but as I say, I do apologise unreservedly for saying classic dad bants. And now Matt Dyson's described lingerie in slow motion. (laughs) Um, So yesterday we were helping to save somebody's Christmas, uh, namely Sophie, uh, who wanted to get, because she's been rushed off her feet working in the run-up to Christmas, Mm. and her fiancé Gary wanted some swanky pants. Uh, so you went online and, wow, you opened up a Pandora's box. Wow, yeah. Of, so much choice out there. Of male um, underwear. And so what we've done is uh, we've slowed it down a little bit, which we like to do every now and again, just because it makes you sound like you've, you've had a couple of mulled wines. <laughs> okay. And um, this is what we discovered, it sounds like. The key words describe them as sexy men's wet look. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants wet-look underwear? Can't see how that's good. Who wants my damp undergarments? Wet-look, erotic lingerie, mesh, see-through, transparent boxes, faux leather zipper jock straps, a model bulge pouch... <laughs> Shorts, G-string, bikini, thong, underwear, brief. We did say so this Christmas. I'm fully aware that if I should be apologising for anything, it should be that, but no way. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. One of our favourite things to do is speak to the tradespeople to the stars. If you are a tradesperson and you've plied that trade for the rich slash and or famous, then do let me know. Email me, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. You could be in for a chance of not only telling an amazing story that we're all going to enjoy here live on The Breakfast Show, but also win yourself a £100 Wix gift card. And over the past few weeks, we have our finalists. We had Matt, who owned a mobile valet business and took care of Damien Hurst cars. We had Pete, the pool builder, who drove a hot tub to the south of France for Tony Adams, (laughs) footballing and now rugby legend Tony Adams. Um, We had Alan, the civil engineer, who did some work for Boise. And then, of course, Brett, who dressed up as Iron Man for David Walliams. Whoa. It's been uh, quite the month. 
Tell me about Damien Hurst Toilet. The toilet roll was amazing. <laughs> why, why was it amazing? <laughs> it was the best toilet roll you could ask for. But everything, it, you know, the wash basin was just, it was on another level. It was just... It was a great house. One of the world's great and most respected artists. I've heard of him. Uh, looked, <laughs> looked more into it, and I went, I'd better have a shave before I go down and put some half a shave on. Pete, which celebrity yeah. have you built a pool or slash maintain one for? Tony Adams. Tony wow. Adams is on the show, everybody. Well, you know, it's when no, you talk I'm to not. people like our Trace People to the Stars, when they've dealt with a footballer, Matt, and you hear things like mm. top of the range Range Rover, swimming pool in the house, hot tub to the south of France where the house is on a golf course, that kind of stuff. You really, I really wish I'd been good at football. Right? Yeah, <laughs> if I rue one thing in life, yeah. is why am I so rubbish at football? And can I blame my parents for that? Boyce's brand new shed was torn down by your digger to make way for parking for a party. <laughs> ding, ding, ding on the podcast name bell. I think Alan is civil engineer's name of the daily podcast, Matt Dyson, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Did... David Walliams offer to make you, dressed as Iron Man or not, a cup of tea or coffee. He, he, he offered to make me a coffee and a glass of champagne. Oh, oh yes! So lovely hearing those stories from each and every one of them, but there can only be one winner from the last selection of four, winning the £100 Wix gift card. We've gone for Pete, the pool builder, who drove the hot tub to the south of France for Tony Adams. Nice. Just because we got to hear how lovely and generous a man Tony Adams is. It was a great one. Please join our pantheon of champions tradespeople by emailing me. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. We can't wait to get you on air in the new year. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Of course, this time tomorrow I'll be fully focused on Berry's Bangers, playing you all the tunes to get you in the mood for not only Christmas, but the weekend in general. So that means that this tour bit is not only the Daily Smash, but it's the final Daily Smash of 2018. So, uh, over a seven-month period, we have come up with 112 different Daily Smash topics. Uh, one of my personal favourites, that's right, I do have a favourite, yeah. was when uh, we all smashed together fruit and historical events. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what a day that was for More workplace. of those next year. Uh, so we've come up with three, uh, based on us coming up with three here in the studio, we've come up with 336 puns across the same seven-month period. Times that by the four of us, that's um, 1,344 puns wow. over seven months. So, oh, dear. That's one way of looking at it. Um, so well done, everybody. And you guys out there have been incredible at this. Even with the slightly off-piste fruit and historical events, you've absolutely nailed it. Thank you. And of course the Daily Smash will return in the new year. So for the final one, we've decided to smash together Christmas with non-Christmas movies. Make a movie Christmassy, if you will. 8.12.15 on the text or tweet us at Absolute Radio. I've got 12 years of sleigh. <laughs> Yule Hand Luke. <laughs> oh, nice. And Nightmare on Elf Street. Ooh. Oh, very yes. good. Thank Excellent. you very much. That's my final batch for the year. Uh, Matt Dyson. Santa Jaws. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Missile Tony Montana. Say hello to my little friend, the elf. And uh, the hills have mince pies. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, very good, Matt. Emma Jones. Snow Country for Old Men. Oh, oh nice. yes. Slaving Private Ryan. Ah, <laughs> and the Queen's Speech instead of the King's Speech. <laughs> oh, very good. Glenn. Um, Rebel Without a Clause. Oh, <laughs> uh, clear and Present Manger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, For a Few Dollars, Myrrh. Yeah! 
Yes, biblical. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. We're smashing together Christmas with non-Christmas movies. The Jingle Book from Eve in Devon. <laughs> Advent Horizon from Danny Hammer. <laughs> Young Frankincense from Parney and Newark. Wow. Tinsel Taylor Soldier Mince Pie. <laughs> Wing Nine Enfield. Excellent. Bravo. Lord of the Five Gold Rings. <laughs> That's from Susie. It says Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well, Susie. The Hand That Rocks the Stable and a Clockwork Chocolate Orange from Ooh, Nick in EC2. Nice. nice to hear from you, Nick, as always. Reservoir Yule Logs from Lucy Francis. <laughs> Three Baubles Outside Ebbing, Missouri from Den Embarking. There's something about Mary. And Joseph, it's from Kenza, Johnny and James, laying slabs in Southend. Good luck with that, gentlemen, and a Merry Christmas to you. Uh, Matt, we got anything on Twitter? Yes, uh, Di Matson, the corma chameleon on Twitter, suggests Raging Bauble. Uh, Star Trek The Wreath of Khan has come from <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Abby Coop. Fifty Shades of Slay from Tony Barnett. Three Wise Men and a Baby from Ricky Bateman. Nice. And Nate H, uh, the Theatre of Chips on Twitter, suggests the human centipede. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great yeah. image. <laughs> As we say, we've done over 1,344 studio-based puns and we're ending on that. The human centipede. Yeah. What a year it's been, everyone. And the Daily Smash will be back here on The Breakfast Show in 2019. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. That's your lot. We've trundled to the end of another broadcast. Thank you very much indeed for trundling along with us. Particularly those of you who took the time to get in touch. Uh, it's been quite an incredible show. We were concerned, having already touched on and asked for your anecdotes surrounding door keys, and then, of course, we asked you what your favourite stains were, whether they be on the carpet or on an item of clothing. We wondered whether we were pushing it too far by asking for your story surrounding the humble remote control. Mm. But, of course, as always, dear audience, you did not disappoint. We urge you to download the daily podcast to relive some magic moments, including three bamboo sticks gaffer taped together as oh, a precursor yeah. to the net, the net. Well, we take it for granted, the remote control, yeah. don't we? But there was a time when someone had to just poke at the buttons <laughs> the from their stick. sofa. <laughs> um, download to hear that. And more stories, of course. Um, plus, you can hear Matt describing lingerie in slow motion. Mm-hmm. Not to be missed. Uh, but what are we going to call it? Well, uh, producer Mark... Um, I know this is on me. I know normally mm-hmm. we have a selection for you to read from, mm-hmm. but I was hell-bent that it would be only called one thing today. Yes. What are we naming it? And that is yes or no answers only, please, Zangief. Yes yeah. or no answers only, please, Zangief. <laughs> because from now on in, whenever we want to protect the identity of one of our listeners, in this case it was because he was planning on proposing and he didn't want his future wife, if it all goes well, uh, mm-hmm. to hear him, uh, we've started to change their names to characters from popular 90s game Street Fighter 2. Oh, lovely. More of that on the way. And tomorrow we'll be live once again from 6am for our final show of 2018, apart from the Dave Berry Christmas lunch, which we're doing on Christmas Day from 1pm. Thanks once again for tuning in. Arrivederci. Brace yourselves, it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute Radio.